it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Big thanks to Derek Baker Six Clan and our featured patrons P Triple Zero One, ADK Sarah, Eastern Girls, Fox and the Hound, TX Wolf Totem, K Blast, Burns Fire, Hockey Zombie, appropriate for tonight, Geode Andrew, Geode Andrew, Direwolf Eight Twenty One, and our new patrons Steeler Chick, Steelers Chick. Flowers 22 and Ilmop. Let's jump right into show 269. The Halloween geocaching show of the of record. And we've got uh, Superman with us. Glad Superman's with us tonight. Uh-oh. I think my camera's messed up. Well, Superman, way to go. That's okay. Hmm. I don't understand what happened to that. He's... He's really keeping us in suspense while we're waiting for him. Maybe I'm not actually Superman. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're in a phone booth and you're turning into Superman. That's, it's dark in this phone booth. But in the meantime, we do have somebody. We have Captain Kirk with us. So Happy Halloween, everyone. That was my best William Shatner impersonation I could possibly do. That's really good. Jesse's costume is a black screen. There you go. Live long and prosper. Yeah, Jesse is the invisible man tonight. No, I think we got him. Here's Superman. There he is. I got lost in the phone booth. <laughs> Stand up. Show everybody your, 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 the big S on yeah, your chest the full, there. The full S. There you go. And he's Ta-da. got the muscles for it. He's going to fly Those out Those are later. all padded. They're not real. They're not real. No, that's not true. They are. Your... <laughs> Although I keep sitting on my cape. That must be a learned skill. I don't know. Yeah, we need to. We got to ask Superman about that. Why that happens? So, and for those that are asking, I do not. Yeah, I do. I love. I love Star Trek too. So there I you am go. pandering to the geocaching community because let's be honest, there's probably a lot of geocachers that love Star Trek. Yeah, maybe just maybe just maybe. And if I, you, I think there was an actual episode of Star Trek where they did geocaching. Oh. <laughs> I would there be surprised. I, I'm lying, but it would be really cool if that <laughs> did happen. You know? 
I there guarantee you there's somebody in the in the chat room that would know if that was true. Uh, Star Trek. Oh yes, Star Trek go. rules. <laughs> Udak. <laughs> Man has Rona beard. <laughs> I know it's growing so much. I think I, the Rona makes your beard. I think I caught it, and that's all that happened to me is I just got big fuzzy beard disease out of it. Exactly. Um, and you can just make up whatever you want for what I'm supposed to be wearing because that's what I did. I have no idea what I am. I just threw stuff together, and uh, the guess was what hippie geocacher. I'm thinking disgraced reporter. Disgraced. Reporter. That's what it looks like to me. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking the saxophone player from the Blues Brothers band. There you go. Ah. 80s hair band, maybe. Okay. Too. I think Joshua may win. I don't know. I like that. Pretty good one. I like that too. If we just keep guessing, it's going to get worse, though. So this is true. We probably shouldn't. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some cool stuff to, to do tonight. We got a couple of things, so let's start with some news. Uh-oh. We uh, missed the news. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, producer. Hey, he's got to answer the door when trick-or-treaters come. There's, yeah. that, that takes highest priority. He it's does. a holiday, people. Yeah, it's a holiday. <laughs> he's the, he's it's like a bunch of holiday. If there's... Anybody watching, it's because they're taping everything else that's going on in the real world. The so. Irish Superman. I love it. Irish Superman. They, I, I'll take it. <laughs> Derek said his his, uh, his son came in the middle of it. So Yeah, Curtis came in and was asking me questions. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he <laughs> right. went away. <laughs> right at the exact time, which happens. We've all hey, been here. Geo kids always take priority. They do. Uh, let's start with first thing. Uh, podcast of hope is December 5th. So mark yes. your calendars. December 5th is not that long away. Uh, it'll be here in no time. Be here in no time. 4 p.m. to midnight. Once again, Jesse, we're going eight hours. I know that is, that is a eight, long time. Eight straight. We've done it now. There's the link there. If you want that, it's, I know it's a weird link. I know, but we have it in the show notes. You can click on it there. You can go also to the website, geocachetalk.com forward slash hope. And there's the link for you right there. So that might okay. be easiest for you if that's might be easier. The link to that, to the, to that, uh, to the podcast hope is there. Also the lineup show. That we did Wednesday that Josh and I did together. Yes. We did a whole show about the show. We did a show about the show. I love that you do shows about shows. It's you kind like of like that? inception shows. There's very, when they say that's very meta, I don't know. Very meta. Well, that's what Facebook's going to be called now. I don't know if you that's heard true. That. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a, yeah. Be careful. We don't want to get canceled. So we got to be careful <laughs> yeah. talking about the almighty Facebook. They'll, uh, they're friends with the Google gods and they will get us. They probably will. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was, it was, a it was fun to do. It was fun to talk about the, um, uh, the lineup. And of course we give the big announcement 
of all the different folks we have. A lot of great people on. Um, I guess the most ce- celebratory celebrity, the most celebrity person, other than probably Brian Roth, was uh, Lord British will be mm-hmm. on. And I did, we were talking during the show, during the show about the show, and Josh would point out that he thought he was in high score. And he was. Joshua was correct. But he's not in the first episode. He's in the oh, third episode. So if you have third. Netflix, you can go back to the documentary called High Score and watch the first episode, which has our buddy Doug McRae in it, retired guy. And then go down to the third episode, and that has uh, Richard Garriott in it talking about um, him making up role-playing games and being probably one of the first to ever come up with the multiplayer role-playing game. So Ultima, in case you're interested. So, all righty. Well, that's Podcast of Hope, so definitely check that out. And then um, – I think that's it. News wise, I think. Wait, wait, maybe the. I have wait. I have some news. Wait, I I, I think Joshua has some news. Maybe. Uh Joshua, you you have news. news. Talk to us. So this is the first time I've ever talked about this live. Yeah, I hope hope y'all feel special. We do. But you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say writing a book, although I have written it. I'm creating a book, you guys. Woo! And many people in the chat have already supported it. Cash the Line has supported it. UDAC has. Uh, the Aussie Geocacher has. Uh, so I've started a, a, a crowdfunding campaign to yep. create what I think. I don't know if it's the first ever. I'm just going to say it's the first ever. If it's not the first ever, then somebody can email me. The first ever geocaching uh, comic book. And I'm working together with Comakino and the Comakino of Comakino and the Kid, kid yes. Rich Schleifer, right. and uh, it's in it's in the works. It's happening, you guys. But um, I don't know if you realize this, but creating a comic book is a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Yes, it is. So uh, we've been working on it for a while, and today was the day we announced. Uh, on my YouTube channel and everywhere else that we are, we're having a crowdfunding campaign and people have been so awesome so far. Uh, get this guys. Uh, the goal uh, is $10,000 to make this a reality. And we already have 5,600. We're at fi- we're 50, 56% the way there. And I still have 60 days <laughs> till the campaign's over. So that's really cool. Uh, I'm really excited for a couple reasons. Hang on. We, we have an update. Oh, there's an update. We have an update. Yes. Let me let me get to the right page. We have an update. Uh, don't know where that came from. Look at look at that cover, guys. It's awesome looking. There you go. We are at oh my gosh. 5762. Oh my gosh. Are not geocachers the best people on the planet? So we're getting there. Five thousand seven hundred sixty dollars let's keep it going let's get to ten thousand tonight let's do it what if we, <laughs> what if we hit the goal tonight there you craig, go craig says we're at fifteen hundred i need to update the page let me see rich rich would have to start drawing very oh, quickly we're at 58 <laughs> we're at fifty eight forty two. draw faster keep going keep going fifty eight forty two let's go can we get to six thousand let's go to six thousand here we go um <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, so, so let me just tell you a little bit about it because you yeah. know I can only say so much about it in the video. But if you haven't seen the video, I encourage you to watch it. But this is something I've wanted to create to create for quite some time. It has a couple purposes. Uh, number one is to entertain geocachers. Geocachers love this kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, it's but the bigger picture is that the book is designed in a way that it's going to educate people that don't that know nothing about geocaching. Right. Which is which is cool. Um, right. All the different aspects of, of geocaching. So somebody uh, somebody could pick up this book in a library and really get a sense of what geocaching is. So my YouTube channel has always been about inspiring people to get out and explore the world through geocaching because it has the ability to change people's lives. Like it's changed my life and many of the folks in the chat. And, uh, and I just think it's so cool. I, I hope that it, it reaches a whole new audience, but also geocachers are gonna, geocachers are going to love it too, because there's going to be things in it that geocachers will appreciate. And the talented rich Schleifer, oh yes. man, he just does such great work and it's just going to be a really, it's really, it's going to be like a piece of artwork, which I'm just really excited about. He has got mad skills. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and it's whether it's, it's the first geocaching comic book. I'm sure there's some weird thing out there that nobody knows about. Probably if nobody knows about one before this. This is the first one, <laughs> right? If, if this whole crew right here has not said, wait, wait, there's another one. There's not one out there. So, um, it's a piece of geocaching history from the moment it comes out. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, and, and get this, somebody right here is in the book other than me. Who could it be? It's, is it the uh, washed out reporter up there? <laughs> it's yeah. the washed out reporter. What's funny about that is I want to, I want this to be re on the record that I did not spill the beans. You didn't. And you have you known about this for a while. I've known Long about time. this for a, about a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. About a year. And I did not spill the beans. Now, what's funny about it, though, is that I knew about it. And then I was talking with Rich. And I guess Rich had not told Josh that Rich told me. Yeah. It's some sort of weird thing. And so... I mentioned it to Josh. And he's like, wait, how'd you find out about this? I was like, oh, <laughs> crud. Was I not supposed to say anything? No. I spilled the beans kind of, but it was it was safe. Yes. It was safe beans. Yes. So do you want to pull up the cover again? Because um, maybe let's have the chat guess which character, <laughs> yeah. which character you are on the cover. Is is Derek is Derek running the he running is. That right now? Uh, he can, he'll bring he it back is, up. He, looks like he disappeared there for a second. He'll bring it back up, but yeah. Um, no, there's no giant pig on the front. Come on, give me a break, people. Okay. There it is. So look, we got a couple of cats. We got a squirrel, a muscular squirrel. There's a monkey. <laughs> we got a monkey. A monkey. We got a Cody. We got a camel, and we got a rabbit. Which one is it? <laughs> we have one vote. One vote for camel. There's a big clue on on the, on the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got one vote for the camel. Here's one question you may want to He's address. The squirrel. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. Okay, the quick. I'm trying to get the comments in here, but it's it's hitting it's coming in too quick for me to. Is there an ape? There's. Well, that's a. I don't know if it's an ape. I think it's a chimpanzee. I believe, but. Yeah. 
Oh, Ryan wants to you'd open up more uh, tier five, by the way. Just definitely. Yeah. So, so this is crazy because so tier five people that uh, contributed two hundred dollars to this project, they actually get to be in the book as their own animal character at the very end, and we had. 17 spots for that and those 17 spots filled up in three hours <laughs> they're gone so i wanted to do more but i i was talking to rich and rich was like i, I can only draw so many that's yeah so so but you folks you can still contribute every here's the deal every single person that contributes their name will be in the book in the thank you section right. so and everybody everybody uh is pretty much guessing right gary it's gary the camel there he is gary the camel I'm a and I'll just say Gary. I'll just say Gary did not get to select his animal. No, <laughs> you just said you're because, a camel. I went. I like it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, because his his character is based on the location where his section is. Yes, exactly. So, and I don't want to give away too much, but a lot of the quote unquote caches that I visit in the book are real. They're real geocaches. That's really cool. So that is cool. We've got we're we're basing on real geocaches, some that I have actually visited, I've actually visited in real life, and others that I would aspire to visit. Would like to visit in sure. real in real life. And yeah, and uh, our friend uh, the Twonky, he yep. he got one. He's gonna be in the book at the end. And I nice. believe I don't I don't know if I'm gonna spoil this for him. I, I hope he doesn't mind, but he wants to be a rhinoceros. Well, there you go. That is a pretty that's that's a little tougher than a camel, I think. I like it. <laughs> the I, I think it's going to be great, and it's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to see where this thing goes. Yeah, it's it's going to be neat, and I really, you know, a lot of a lot of people that consume my videos are families, young families. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of kids, so I just think it's so cool to make. I wanted to create something that would really be for all ages, but also like that kids can pick up. I, I had a couple people message me, and she said, "I can't wait to buy this for my classroom." Oh, uh, my neat. school, my school classroom. And that like totally, I mean, that's what it's all about guys. Right. It totally awesome. warmed my heart that this, just to think that this is going to be in a classroom. Yeah. Um, I love it. Um, Pizza Ninja asked if there'll be hidden trackables in the comic book. Well, we'll just, well, you just have to wait and see. I can't reveal everything. Can't, right. can't spill all the beans. No, I can't. I, I could so, definitely see this being in every elementary library you know, or even regular library, but at every school anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to even like donating them to the, the local schools and libraries around where I live. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And uh, we're halfway there to the goal. That's it's, awesome. it's, a, it's a big, it's, you would think, you know, you think comic book, you think 30 pages, big deal, but they are so visually intensive um, that, this is a big project. It's a lot of work. Um, we've got quite a bit of it done, but it's not completely done. We're um, almost. But we're excited 6, to release it next uh, this coming summer. We're almost to six thousand, Joshua. Almost. Oh my 6, gosh! 000. Oh my gosh! Can you believe it? I I'm just I I can believe it because the geocaching community is so amazing. That's they why I can believe it. That's awesome. And, um, so yeah, if you're interested, I mean, you can find it. If you just go to geocachingvlogger.com, you'll find the video about it today and just, you can click the link and you, any donation is fantastic. And any donation gets, gets your name in the book as a thank you. There's the, there's the link right there. Yeah. Um, and at different levels, we're going to have path tags for certain levels, trackables, um, autographed copies of the book. And, uh, 
Yeah, and they'll be and the cool thing is they'll be the first to get the book. I'll send them out to the the people that have got to those levels as soon as the thing is published. So awesome. Um, we're very, very excited. And uh thanks for letting me talk about it, guys. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um and the 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 link will be it's in the show notes. Like you said, if you go to if you go to the YouTube video that was that you showed uh today the link is there as well so yes. and if you forget all of that i just checked if you just google like geocaching comic book it's like the fourth link really yeah <laughs> it's awesome. like yeah it's like there's a couple of ones that are like reference actual geocaches you know that mention comic books but it, it's pretty quick to find your link to there nice uh, he's text day wants to know if you're going to go on a book tour. Yeah, that, that is the dream. That is really a, a stretch goal. Um, the first, first priority is to make sure that, um, rich fully gets supported for all the hard work, uh, he's put in hours and hours. So that's priority. Second priority is sending out all the perks. And then the yeah. third goal is, yeah, let's go out. I would love to have, it would be a dream to go out and do some geocaching events where the book is highlighted and uh, we can yeah. give hey. some away and, and sell some to some folks. So yeah. that would be a, that's a stretch goal. So, uh, but Hey, we're, we're, we're into day one of 60 days. So uh, if folks uh, keep being generous, that would be more and more possible. And we have some outrageous claim or outrageous requests. Some guy in Jersey wants his hand delivered. So I don't know what the uh, deal is. I'm not. Guy. I'm not going to Jersey anytime soon. That is very <laughs> unre unrealistic. Um, very there's, unrealistic. There's this guy uh, named Craig there that I'm trying to avoid at all costs. <laughs> he's kind of a. Well, he's yeah. The uh, Ryan will host it in Kansas. So there I'm there. Go. I'm there. Awesome. How about signing uh, a cash fest? I don't know if it will be done by then, but if it is, that maybe. could be a possibility. So the, the real goal, I, I, I hesitate to talk about this, but I'm going to, I'm just going to spill the beans right now. Uh oh, the real hope is to have it done by the block party in August. So I can have, we can have a, a little table there. Yeah. That, um, makes that sense. would, that would be a, um, that would be ideal. So. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, that would be good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about uh, a whole group, a whole passel of Halloween geocaches. And before we do that, we are going to talk a little bit about Halloween. And I asked Jesse if he had a favorite horror movie or monster growing up. So Jesse, I'm going to let you start and I'll go, I'll go after you. So there's too many because I loved the whole genre when I was a kid. And, you know, we used to watch the the shows. But the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was one of the ones that I found absolutely hilarious as a kid. <laughs> it just seemed so absurd. I know it was supposed to be funny. I mean, scary. But I found it hilarious. Um, I, I It just tickled me from the very beginning. And I'm the weird kid that when I watched Friday the 13th, I rooted for Jason. Right. Was, so you, <laughs> you know. You know, like he's coming back. Why are y'all even trying to kill him? You know, he's going to come back. Um, right. But uh, the one that actually scared the crap out of me was, was an old, old one psycho. I don't yeah. know why but I watched it when I was too young and it scared the, the Halloween candy out of me. The bejesus, the bejesus. Yeah, the bejesus was totally gone. That and poltergeist were the two, I think that, that really, uh, that really shook me pretty good when I was a kid. Yeah, there's, uh, by the way, in, in case anybody's interested, and I've been 
fascinated by this topic. Uh, not Halloween, but movies. Um, mm-hmm. There's a really cool documentary on Netflix, and they keep adding to it, which is nice. You don't get that very often. But it's about how movies are made. And there's now a whole section that just came out of movies about the horror movies. And mm. to me, it's fascinating to read about Halloween, Friday the 13th. Um, they go through, uh, let's see what else. Oh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Mm-hmm. You've seen those. Yeah. And it's crazy. In fact, uh, to, in, in honor of your uh, Captain Kirk there, Joshua, um, the mask is the Halloween mask. The the mask that's in the movie Halloween is actually, if you want to actually recreate that, if you can find yourself an, a really old 70s Captain Kirk mask, <laughs> they took that, they whited it out, they took the hair off, and that is the actual, what they used for Halloween. So <laughs> that's funny. I did yeah, not know that. William Shatner, yeah, <laughs> terrifying. Shatner is the right, but <laughs> um, it's fascinating. It's the first time they ever used the the pan and scan cam- the cameras where they're you walk with the camera. Um, yeah, you know they do know, those creepy harder. like they zoom out while they you move forward. It makes the background. Oh yeah, creepy. yeah. The, they were that technology had not been in, had just been invented, and they they wanted to use that, but the it's 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 worth watching. I think it's fascinating how they do movies, but um, they had to do it in a certain manner, a fairly quick manner, because um, they only have so many so much film that they could roll through that pan and scan thing. So they they had to keep doing it uh, crazily to get all the to try to get the whole shot because they were trying to do a one long pan through through a house and then, so anyway again. I think it's fascinating. So mm-hmm. um, mine were uh, as a kid, I was not, I was, I kind of meh the Dracula and the mummy and all that. They were not to me. They were not scared at all. Frankenstein freaked me out as a kid. I mean, wow. I was, I was looking for shadows in the, every time I saw a shadow in the, in the house, I'm thought, I thought it was Frankenstein. So Obviously, the doctor or his monster? <laughs> the monster. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, oh my gosh, Doctor Frankenstein! No. Um. So Frank I was more of a young Frankenstein than uh than Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but I thought the others were lame. But um, and then of course, as a teenager, and it shows you how old I am, I actually went to the theater and saw the movie Halloween. Uh, with friends, uh, we were all dressed up, and that movie freaked me out because, again, I'm not a big, I don't like the gore movies, but the scary movies, man, that got me. And for yeah. for mm-hmm. I don't know how long after that, every time I get in the car, I look in the back seat. <laughs> for a how while, about there, throwing right? one out in that category. How about Children of the Corn? That was also. Oh, I that watched that movie terrifying. probably four hundred times. Wow, really? that should freak me out as a kid. That would freak yeah, me it, out. It, I was uh, I was a little bit scared by that one, Malachi. I always think that the the paranormal, the paranormal horror movies right. are scarier than like the gore ones. Right. I don't know if you can relate. And and the one that had yes. 
paranormal and gore was this was the one I was scared from that I watched too young that my parents put in front of me too young. Too young was are you ready for it? Yep. The Shining. Oh god. Oh yeah. You saw that as a kid? I saw that as a kid. Oh I could gosh. never go as a kid, I could never go down the hallway of a hotel or uh because I thought I was gonna turn the corner and see those creepy twin girls. <laughs> so Joshua, you know I live right down the street from that hotel, right? Really? Oh, I want to visit. Well, can down the street, thirty minutes. But can you, you visit? Need to come visit. Can you visit it? Is it a real hotel? Absolutely. Yeah, sure is. In Essence Park. That's cool. Yeah, you should. Uh, there's obviously caches there too. But uh, next time you're out here, we'll uh, we'll go visit it, and you can actually stay there overnight. Oh my gosh! And people claim that they have heard unexplained noises in there at night. We, uh, Just saying. <laughs> we, um, when my son got married, uh, uh, some of the, uh, uh, relative, uh, close relatives of my daughter-in-law, um, they have twin girls and I, I got, I'll find the photo here in a second, but they, we were at the, a haunted hotel in hot springs. People are probably familiar with it. Yes. And, um, we recreated we got the girls to recreate the photos. I'm going to find them. I got to find the photos, but come play with us, Danny. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> just ever, like that. And it was ever. funny because it's like, oh that my is gosh, creepy. That is very creepy. People come through play there and they're going to see Danny. that. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, what in the world did you guys do? But uh, anyway, I'll find it later. Oh, the ones. Speaking of what I, well, we're, I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, I'll get to that, Craig. The Aussie geocacher. I was scared in Long Island near a, a mental hospital that was a lost Yikes. place. Boy, that was. I'll talk about that. Well, that it. was creepy. See now, you know? Marcellus is talking about the hills have eyes. That's that is not my kind. That one's super scary. Oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not the same, but still. But that carpet, that carpet is actually pretty good, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. And we had twin girls with us, so we had to take the we had to we had to do the photos. So, and they were <laughs> they were up for it. I don't think they knew what they were. We 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 just said just we just said stand there and and don't smile. And they're like, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, that's uh, like, oh yeah, we're not we're not. Those were my favorite. The ones it wasn't the gore or really the super paranormal stuff. It was the ones that made you jump. Yeah. Um, and, and a perfect example of it much later in life. So this is much more modern, but the, the series of final destination, if you've seen those, so they would, yeah. you knew people were going to die, right? That, that was right. the premise of the whole movie. And it would be like a bus would be coming. They'd be stepping out in the street and it would just miss them. And yeah. you'd be like, Oh, that didn't happen. And then a sign would fall on them <laughs> and make you jump. And then you, Oh, and then as soon as you think it's relief, you're like, Oh, they just oh. Got hit. that was, they played with that tension and release. So good in those that movies. Now, I think they made like 50 of them. I don't I didn't watch the final ones, but the first couple were so good. It just everybody knew everybody was in on the joke, except for the people in the audience, you know, in the in the movie. Right. You knew they were all dying, but you didn't know when. And it was just <laughs> jumpy. I mean, that's edge of the seat the whole time. Those were great. Very cool. All right. So I've got I have a list of sort of categories of of, of geocache, Halloween geocaches you guys tell me 
whether you like these, whether you think they're worth doing, like recreating. Um, hopefully these are, some, these are some good ideas for folks to, A, go visit. I think all these are still active caches. And yeah, we'll just get y'all's opinion on them. So first one up is actually in Belgium. So shout out to our Belgium listeners. I don't think I've um, done this one. This one's in Antwerp. Probably haven't. I'm no, not no. Guessing. Since I hadn't been there. I probably hadn't done it. Probably have it. Yep. But this one is first one up. It is it's a very highly popular geocache in Belgium. It's called The Silent Darkness of the R6. I don't know what the N8 cache. I mean, I'm not sure what it, it has. Check out the, the favorites. It has 864 favorite points. How about that? How about them apples? That is pretty impressive that's pretty impressive 864 so i'll get i'll show you photos here in a minute but um they there's a story it's of course in let me translate to english help us a little bit now see already this is a well done cache it's got a good theme yes you know they, they did the wallpaper they've got a full story on here it's yes it doesn't look like a blank page they got full instructions of I, I don't even know what this is yet. Yeah. Um, and then they probably even have a translation too, don't they? They mm -hmm. do. They have different translations. And um let me go to the page with the the photos because the gallery, because um this place is pretty crazy. Um I'll bring up some pictures, but well, I mean, it's a good sign too when you have <laughs> there's the there's how you go in. Oh my gosh. Oh there's my a good gosh. start, right? Is this like is it looks like a oh built a built like a built shed or house or something? It uh, I it, it, it's not I don't think it was designed that way Josh, but I think that it it kind of became that. Um pulling up Belgium. So it's an Antwerp. It's a it's a mystery cache. It's actually a fairly it's difficulty is pretty high. Um, when it's like a four of, difficulty. What's that? When this one a four difficulty. Yeah. Uh, they said that the people that test just ran this geocache took them four, four and a half, four four hours forty five minutes was the first group, and the second group it took them three hours. So oh wow. to go with they want they don't want you to go with groups larger than six, but not alone. So there's that sort of, <laughs> I don't know if I want to go alone group. to this. Oh, there's yeah. a, oh, there's a headstone headstone. Oh yeah. It wasn't my time to go to the other wow. side. Oh gosh. It's a, anyway. Yeah. It's uh, there's a whole book. Oh my gosh. It does look like you go into some sort of shatter building. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of escape room like, yeah, and you have to dissolve the whole thing. It takes a little while. You got to go through all the, all the items, and you got to kind of solve all the riddles as you go. So, it's interesting because this this reminds me of a, a cache in Germany that Daniel Flieger was talking to me about. That you have to you have to get on a three year waiting list to be able to go to it. Like you, oh. you have to pick a day. Right. Three years from now, and that's when you get to go because it's so popular. <laughs> that wow. is awesome. Because you don't like caches like this, you can't 
you can't just arrive, you know, you can't just show up because no. they have certain, uh, you know, it sounds like they have a limit of how many people can visit. So yes. I bet you, I wouldn't doubt if this has a waiting list as well. Yeah. Um, but um, so I couldn't even imagine setting something up like that and, and maintaining, I have trouble maintaining some of my caches and <laughs> they're a little less unique than that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. It's a four, three and a half. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot, a lot of effort went into that one. So that's, that's uh, a t one of the types we're going to talk about tonight. So there you go. It's kind um, of a check it out. type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that's similar to that will um, I'm going to jump down to, which I think, most cashers are familiar with this one. Let me see if you I've guys at least familiar. heard of it, right? I, I think I know which one you're talking about. In, infernal device. Yes. Oh, so it's still disabled or archived? It it's disabled. They're redoing it right now. I think they really feel comfortable that it's going to come back. They're working. That's on great. It. That's great. So I think we're going to end up with. I think it's going to come back as a, a available, but infernal device. It's in it's uh, Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. and it is uh, an extremely popular cache. There's the the op one of the opening shots of it. Wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard about this one but so from a lot of people. It's sort of based, what I've heard, is sort of based off, like, the movie Saw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's it's basically, it looks like some sort of torture device. Right. The room, right. As you go yeah. through it to get out, you're like, oh, yeah. So, it's D5, 337 favorite points. Click on those favorites. Like, see what the percentage is on that. Uh, 97%. 97%. Oh, okay. gosh. Yeah. It's it's high up on the list. So um so it's this one also takes quite a while to go through, by the way. So you can't really Cecil says the CO moved and is still trying to get it rebuilt and updated again. Okay, cool. Thanks, Cecil. Yeah, appreciate that, buddy. Look at that gif on the cash page. Can yeah, you isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is wild. So uh, folks, if you're the audio listeners, you're gonna have to go back and you're gonna have to watch this episode because there's a lot of visual eye candy. There is. Yeah. Again, from the very beginning, you, you look at this, you see why there's 97% favorite points on this, right? Because we hadn't even gotten to the cash yet, and it's already yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, top 10 creepiest abandoned places on Earth. Could be. Yeah, it really could be. Um yeah, in the process of sort of being redone, which is great because uh, if you've never been, um, I mean, or I'm I'm sorry, if you have been, you might want to go back, even if you don't get a you don't get another find log. At least you go back and kind of go through it, take somebody with you, you know. So people going through it, there you go. Um, yeah, again, it's it's being kind of redone, but they're. Um, there's the you completed the ultimate level. That's pretty oh, sweet. They all which things. means which means you didn't die. You didn't die. 
there's a sh- one of the shots of inside. So, yeah. So, what are you? Um, what are y'all's thoughts about doing a horror? Love it. Uh, Not haunted, only a haunted yeah. house. Let's start. It's sort of the haunted house theme. I'm just super grateful that. See, super grateful <laughs> that. Um, that people will, people are willing, geocachers are willing to put in this kind of time, effort, and money. That's not cheap, right? They didn't just take an Altoids 10 and put it in an LPC. They spent tons of time building that, maintaining right. that, just for others. You know, they don't win money off of this. There's no prize for it. Um, they, you know, the pride of owning something like that, of course. But what does it take? What does somebody, what does it take to get somebody to go, you know what? I'm going to spend all this time and effort on one single geocache just provide fun to other people right you can't i mean you can't even put words to something like that i have never been to a cache that cool never never in my life i've only seen joshua's videos of like flieger stuff and you know junk like that because i've never been to gilby either i've never been to those crazy places like that most of my experiences are out you know mountains and stuff um and that kind of stuff like that is it's almost unbelievable that things like that even exist It, it would be hard to now that would be terrible if that was your first cash because you'd be really let down for the rest of your career. But um, it, it's just that's amazing that 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 even exists in the same game as, you know, what we play just in the park benches. It, right. It's hard to imagine that being the same game. Yeah, it's one thing that somebody builds something like that. But the maintenance, oh, the yeah. maintenance has to be crazy because think about people. I, I don't know if you've ever done an escape room before, but every time an escape you're done with an escape room you have to reset that whole room yes and I'm, I'm imagining you every time somebody finds the cash you're gonna have to make sure everything is set up perfectly so the next person can have the same amazing experience so that just that in itself is commitment let alone building it just you're to right. maintain it to make sure it's it doesn't deteriorate and it's an awesome experience for everyone yeah, I think why that's why there's there's two or three like you're talking about Joshua that are in Germany and, and over in Europe that you have to get an appointment to go to mm-hmm. them. There are geocaches that for I mean somehow they've they've gotten a you know dispensation from geocaching HQ, but they're allowed to set it so you have to have an appointment. Um Gee. Now that for for the individual caches like that, but that's not totally out of line with other things. Like I live right next to Rocky Mountain National Park, yeah, and it's gotten so popular. And there's tons of caches in it, you know, virtuals and earth caches yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, very few physical caches there, but um, and they had a geo tour, you know, that went through. But it's such a popular park, you have to make reservations to get into the park most of the year. So it's not totally uncalled for, you know, that you would have to reserve. Now three years out is pretty long. That's a little bit different, but there's other places like that too. So I, I don't, I don't see why I'd be that far out of the rules. Right. Um, so Cecil was saying that the, for infernal device in the past, you, there was no appointment needed. Um, mm-hmm. And Ryan says that they have a closed circuit television for infernal device. So that kind of helps, I guess they know that people have been through there. Therefore they know what the situation is for that. So, uh, but Direwolf, yes, some of the places over in Europe do have appointments. So yeah, um, Christy was trying to sneak through in her hand, just go, goes up and grabs something off the shelf behind. <laughs> that's right, just 
the, the invisible hand, the, the the hand with, you know, just the distant, distant. How to say that? Embodied. Disembodied. It's disembodied, but it's a hand. So it's Halloween. Cool. That was a ghost hand. That wouldn't even. Yeah. Hand. There you spooky. go. Like I said, people, you got to watch it. If you're the audio listener, you got to watch this. It could be spooky. <laughs> Memphis Mafia could do a jump scare at any minute. He That's could. That's right. You never know. I yeah. know that this was a bad idea for a costume. It's it's very, very hot. I am sweating like a pig in this thing. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And this, this cape is, is heavy. This is ridiculous. Right. Bad choice. I should have done like just a shirt costume. Should have been smarter. Just like Josh did the. That's right. I, well, I'm wait. I'm in a full jumpsuit. You're Are you really? Empty. What? No, I'm no. no, I'm not. Oh, no. okay. I lied. I lied. I don't have pants on. Okay. Well, well then, <laughs> then please do not stand up. Yeah. <laughs> we want to keep our family friendly rating. <laughs> uh, okay. So <clears throat> a different category. Tell me what you guys think of this one. And this is the uh, outdoor. Night cash haunted house theme. So this one, oh, we're both the same. Here we go. It's called the Halloween Haunt. This one is in uh, Norway. Norway. Thank you, sir. Eighty-four favorite points. And uh, oh, look at that background. Go back up. Yeah, he's got a cool background, don't they? No, no, watch it for a second. Watch his background. It changes, yeah. I don't know how they did that, but a, a spooky ghost just came up behind oh, the yeah, tree and blinked his eyes. I didn't crazy. know you could do that. That's clever. It's and probably, I'm loving that. It's probably just a GIF. I, I think you could upload a GIF to that. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that page. to the background, but I will, be, uh, I will be changing all of my caches now. <laughs> That is freaky. I didn't notice that till just until you said that. But yeah, there's a the little the little guy shows up on the side there. That's sweet. Nice. That is spooky. It's already spooky. It's already. Yeah, I'm already scared. And we're, uh, there aren't a lot of photos too. By the way, this is um, this one just kind of just doesn't have the. I mean that you've got to kind of experience it. But apparently, it is uh, a very popular one. Four it's stage multi cash. Yep, it's four stage. Do you dare to make it to the final? Maybe when the darkness has subsided, go to the first step to find the coordinates to the next. So let me see what they have for photos. I don't think they really, they they, they kind of keeping it a little, little bit secretive. Mm -hmm. There you go. Don't. Don't go in the woods. There you go. Don't find this cash. <laughs> Find so, this catch if you dare. What do you guys think of the haunted wood night cache? I am a huge fan of night caches. Um, the The issue is people tend to do them during the daytime. Uh, but yeah. um, now there is ways around it, but there's always ways around the ways around, right? So sure. you just have to make it for the most fun. But look at that forest right there. If you're there at night... Yeah, that is spooky as you can get. There's no doubt. Um, you know, imagine that's you know the real cash type, the where I goes. Um, yeah. imagine you're walking through there and part of the where I go with your headphones on, and that is spooky sounds in the background, stuff jumping out at you. That would be that'd be like being in a horror movie for sure, right? And you know, something jumps out at you when you step on something that 
you can make that a lot of fun. Uh, and it's a multi-cache. So yeah. you're going to be wandering around for a while. It sounds like it's a traditional one or whatever, a traditional multi-cache where you coordinate to coordinate. But that is a true experience. I, I love those. I, I haven't found enough of those. I definitely want to find more of those for sure. Yeah, pretty slick. Uh, uh, you know, a well-done haunted night cache. Um, and Teresa Fishkey is like, I like haunted night caches as long as I'm with a big group. <laughs> well, I mean, imagine you have a good cache like that you're in your area. That's, that's perfect for a midnight event. That's great. You get a group of cashers together at midnight and go out to find the cache. That's that's a lot of fun. That's something you're going to remember. I yeah. like them. I like them when they're well done. I've been on too many night caches where half the fire tacks have fallen off the trees, and you can't you can't tell where you're supposed to go next, and that's really, yeah. really frustrating. Um, but when the fire tacks are there and it's very clear where you're supposed to walk, those are a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, this next one, I think you you've done part of this one. Uh, Joshua, let me pull up the page. I haven't um, finished it. I've just done part of it. I'm, I don't know. You might have. I don't think you. I don't. Maybe. Maybe you did. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, it is the. It was done by the Caching Dead. Did you did you do his you did you did some of his caching dead series right I I did his letterbox that was uh themed with uh bats right but I have not done I have I've not done this one Yeah this is the final to a series a caching dead series about zombies Um uh, this one's called Safe Haven it's a final so it's you know and that that's kind of for another show but People are going to give. What's that? Bonus caches. Yeah. Well, or the final. The final to a series tends to always get, which makes sense. It gets the, even though it may not be the best of that series, it gets more favorite points because people are trying to give a favorite point for the whole series. That's what I do. Right. But, but is that wrong? Apparently, no. You, no. I just said I did it. Why would I think it's wrong? <laughs> Shouldn't you give the favorite point to the favorited cache of the series and not the final? Nah, I view it like the reverse of geo art. When you okay. do a good geo art, you're not going to give everyone in the series a favorite point. You give it to the first one. That's the that's the norm, I think. The first one, okay. Yeah, or in this case, or the bonus. You know, the final bonus cache or whatever. Right. I have sort of a story that that goes along with finding a bonus cache. Very early on, when I was caching, there was a Halloween series, and you know each each location was you know those tip the typical severed rubber severed hand. Yes, um, I found myself. And this is back when I was the first to find house. I found myself almost in the middle of the night in the middle of a swamp looking for a bloody chainsaw. That was one of the oh <laughs> that yes. was one of the caches. But then when you got to the bonus cache, it was a, a full-size coffin with a skeleton in it that was holding an ammo can. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a favorite. Really cool. Amazing. But it wasn't out there long because guess who stumbled upon that full-size coffin? Oh, no. A couple of Boy Scouts. Oh, no. Stumbled upon it. 
and got they, spooked. It was a pine, like an old pine box, so it looked like an old, old. Told the coffin. authorities. Yeah. Called the called the police. The police get this. Brought in a a, a crime scene, covered no the way. place with uh with crime tape. Oh my gosh! And uh, made the news, and it was a geocache. All yeah, <laughs> I've had that happen too. You have? <laughs> yep. Somebody thought you hit a dead body. So I was, I didn't even get it published. I was doing a series, a multicast series, and one of them was a trunk and it had blood on it. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. I never one. got it all the way published. Luckily, I knew the police <laughs> at the time. So they called me. And, and I hit it like in a ditch behind an old bar, you know, and it was like chained perfect, to the perfect tree. Place. Perfect place yeah. to hide a body. Yeah. It was not the best decision in hindsight. But luckily, um, and it was like a big trunk that I got from a like a uh, like a you know secondhand store or whatever. So it it looks like something you actually would hide a body in. Um, bad decision on my part, but uh, <laughs> I had it like there was blood leaking out of the bottom of it. But <laughs> right, yeah, that didn't go well. At least they didn't blow it up though. So that's good. Uh, yeah. For for clarifications, yeah. Um, Craig is correct. That's not uh, that's not the caching dead New York. That's that one was done by Jeeping It Real, by the way. Yeah. So shout out to Jeeping It Real. But it made me think about the Caching Dead series. And th this one is a Caching Dead series. Uh, this one happens to be in Connecticut. Uh, but yeah, Caching Dead New York has um, has a good series of uh, of caches as well. So as far as the the zombie themed um, what do y'all, you, your, your fans? Oh yeah. Joshua's let's look, let, let us do an update. Yes. We're over 6,500. Is that correct? 6,508. We've almost Joshua. got a thousand dollars since the show began. How cool yeah. is that? That is That's awesome. Sixty-five. Well, I think people really want to see this comic book come out, right? Like it's just like when, when movies or anything else enter our universe, yeah. we're super excited, especially to be on the ground floor. Yeah, to be the first one, you know, the first ones to get a, to be a part of this. That's gonna be it's gonna be huge. Yeah, it's so exciting. Thank you, everybody. I really love that. Yeah, yeah, Craig Mitch. Yeah, that that one is is it is in the book. It will be in the the next book, which uh, shameless plug should be out before Black Friday. And I am gonna do. Um, all my books. So if you want to buy any of the books for Christmas for anybody, I would suggest waiting for Black Friday because I'm going to basically drop the price on Ooh, all the books. Black Friday. He just spilled the beans. I play, the, the play beans. the music. Play the music, oh, Derek. I guess I just did <laughs> spill it. Oh, no. Gary just spilled the beans. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You like the way you put that at the end too. The, uh, dun, dun, oh my gosh! Dun, dun, dun. So anyway, so yeah, um, yep. Got some spilt beans. You're right, Craig. Um, but uh, yeah, this one is this next one's going to be a big tome because it's already pretty thick. But it's it's 501 geocaches defined before you die. Oh, so scary. get I after love, it. I love it. I love I love these books. It's like a it's like a checklist. I always say that. It's like when I collected baseball cards when I was young, you always got the checklist, right? Yes. And it's like how satisfying to complete the set. 
and, and I, uh, I was bad because I ruined that card. I think you're supposed to keep the card, and but I would actually do like you said. I would right. mark them off. Oh yeah, yeah. Hoping I got a second version of that same card that I could take that card and put it away. You know, pre-COVID, I was catching Joshua on finishing that list. You were doing uh, well. He was beating me quite well, but I was catching up to him and then COVID happened and we stopped traveling, but yeah, it'll go away one day and we'll be racing again. Maybe Gary will have to put out a brand new book and we'll start the race over brand new. Yeah. That first, you know, that first list, I need to get the spot in New York. I, yes. need, to get, I need to get the, a couple in Vegas and then I need to get a couple in Seattle and I'm done with the top 20 geocaches in the United States. That's incredible. I'll have to look at the list again. I've obviously got the Vegas ones. I've been out there several Vegas times. ones. Yeah. I do got to hit New York. There's a couple yeah, other yeah. ones that were, I had plans to get to, and <laughs> I just I have stopped traveling since the COVID stuff. But yeah, one day again soon I will be on the travel trail. Yeah, I might be able to finish those top twenty by August if we have the block party. So I just need to mm. get to Vegas before that. There you go. It's Let funny. Me know. I go to Vegas like four times a year at least now. So. <laughs> yeah, for this, for we should go together. Although you probably already have those. I still go. I haven't got all the caches in Vegas, so we can we can go get some other ones. I just need the ET Highway number one. That's all I need there. That oh yeah, that one gets a lot of favorite points. But yeah. I think it it's isn't that one different though than the rest of them. I think so. I think it's special. I think it's at I I think it's at the the sign. I think is it at the ET Highway sign, Jesse? It's, it's I, I haven't been there, too. but I believe you're correct. And I, I believe they put a little more. It's not one of the standard, you know, 35 yeah. millimeters like the rest of it. No. Um, and it may be close to that store, too, but I don't know. I've only heard a few stories of it, but it's only about three hours from where I've been many, many times. Yeah. But I've been how kind of holding is, that one for a special occasion. How far is that from um, how far Vegas? is that from downtown Vegas? Is it pretty? Yeah, it's far? about three hours. Oh, gosh, it's far. Wow. Yeah, it's um, but you can get there. I mean, there's there's nothing in between Vegas and there. But yeah. um, I, I've gone out there several times, and I thought a Jeff couple times like, you know what? I'm going to get up really early and go get it. So it is by the store. store. Cash uh, says uh, it's by the store. It's the letterbox one. So it's yeah. said it's awesome. Oh. So Jesse, yeah. do you have that one or not? I do not. I've been I, oh. I'm out there several times, and you know, because my daughter goes to college out there. Um, but uh, I guess I need to to grab it soon because she's almost about to graduate. Well, let's yeah. let's talk. Let's talk offline. Let's plan a weekend trip. That'd be fun. Just get oh yeah, that absolutely. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. I'm going out there again very soon. So all right, it's cheap flights to Vegas. It is oh, right yeah. now for sure. Mm-hmm. And when this, I'm not enjoying it. I'm trying to get the hair out of my face because this. I don't know how people with long hair deal with it, but it's just annoying. I couldn't do it. Could y'all do it? Could y'all have long hair like this? No way drive me it would be kind of odd uh all right back to the show um so zombie themes that's kind of cool i've done some zombie themed uh, Mm -hmm. caches and those are all kind of they're all well done so i mean i think it's good geocaching katie has been to uh done some videos of the walking dead Oh, shooting, right. shooting locations that would be cool to put and a, uh if you're looking for a zombie theme i think that would be awesome how about this idea this one is called the vault 
we both uh, Derek and I both hit at the same time. Sorry about that. Uh, it's called the Vault. The thing about the Vault is uh, 106 favorite points. Yeah, it's in it's in Delaware. But here's the it's active, so you can go go find this one. You know, folks uh, that are listening can go find this. It is it's a large vault, and what it I what I understand this to be is it is a how there was a house there. The house is gone, and so the basement is still there and so uh, so you can go down into the basement i think i've got a i can show you a photo uh the cache is down inside um it's an abandoned um like, like i said a, the house is like gone. a cellar it's like a cellar yeah it's like the cellar oh oh no wait that's a different one i'm sorry god i'm, I'm gonna mixing, mixing no, this is this looks this like it's different. in a cemetery yeah, this is a cemetery one. I'm I apologize. The vault is um is a grave uh in a in a uh, you know, in a cemetery, but it's a very well done you like you know, it could be kind of freaky. This the whole the cemetery cache thing. Yes. is kind of the the abandoned cemetery type thing is kind of cool uh in a sense kind of scary um but um so what are your thoughts on putting a cache in one of these you know abandoned cemeteries that you know especially if you do you you can get people to go with you at night you know i think i think as long as (laughs) As long as it's respectful to the to the people that have are laid to rest there, I think they're fine. A lot of cemetery caches are sometimes on the edge, like the edge of the woods of a cemetery, so they're not right right in the cemetery. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about looking for cemetery caches, you don't, uh, you know, you don't really look out of place. A lot of people, you know, walk around cemeteries, yeah. right? Well, so Texas uh, is I'm, very I'm fine with them. I, I I enjoy them. Uh, the best cemetery cache I've ever found. I have a video of it. I'm gonna kind of spoil it, but I won't tell you where it is. So okay. if you if you come upon it, sure. If you come upon it, you'll be like, oh, that's the one Josh talked about. But you get to a cemetery, you get to the coordinates, and it puts you right dab in the corner of of the cemetery where the headstones are. Right. And all of a sudden, you walk up and you look around. And you're like, where in the world? Where in the world would a cache be hidden here? <laughs> and you look at one of the one of the stones and one of the names is of the stones is Myra Mains. Myra Main Myra first name, last name Mains. That's Myra Mains. Myra Mains. And all of a sudden, it's an actual headstone. You lift the top of the headstone, and the cash <laughs> is hidden inside the headstone. Nice. It is unreal. The history of it is like, how in the world did you get permission? Yes. Hide a fake headstone <laughs> in a real cemetery. So I think you hit on something there, but go ahead. Well, <laughs> the the man that runs the cemetery is a priest, and he happens to be a geo- geocacher. Nice. Yeah. I 
I'm going to make everybody angry and say, everybody in the whole state of Texas and say, I don't think, I don't like caches and cemeteries. Which is fine. We you know, I just, to me, I generally avoid them uh, just because, you know, I've seen what, how cashers react around caches. They don't think about anything around them. They just beeline straight to something, walk yeah. over whatever's in their path. And yeah. I doubt very much that all the people that are hiding. Now that is a different situation, Joshua, the one you got the video of. That's a different situation. But most times people hide them in there. One, they're probably not asking the permission of the cemetery who owns it. And they're sure not asking permission of everybody who has family in there. And you know how cashers are. We all get like this. We just go, go, go. And I hate to be go, go, go when somebody's showing up because their mom's buried two oh, yeah. graves over. And I'm just like, ugh. I understand. You know, uh, did you lose somebody here? No, I'm playing a game around your dead mom. Ah, that's creepy. I'm leaving. So, you know, yeah. I just, I avoid it. And mainly because I'm loud and I don't want to be the one that does that. <laughs> You know, if they're on the outside and you're bringing attention to it and being respectful, super awesome, right? If, if done right, we've I found one before that that kind of talked about the history of the cemetery and paid respect to the cemetery, and I thought yeah. that's awesome. But I, I've hidden so many where people have trampled on flowers nearby and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I uh, we Texas is in Texas parks and cemeteries. They're probably the main places that because texas mm -hmm. is different than other states because <laughs> we've heard yeah anything, anything goes <laughs> yeah but it's kind of like florida right anything goes anything goes right. well no that's the thing is that pretty much every piece of property in texas is private property now i know in like colorado the rules are a little different but i mean you got to know like in colorado correct just you got to know whether you're on state property or if you're on uh forced property or blm or you gotta you kind of have Pretty to know sure that applies in every state probably does but i do know that let's every, be honest geocaching is the game of of sneaking around we don't generally ask permission <laughs> i mean come on let's be honest about it but uh just assume it's okay <laughs> every inch of every inch of of Texas is barbed wired, so it's kind of a weird deal. So parks and cemeteries tend to be where we end up a lot. But um, I did want to point out, I did notice uh, Caching Dead. Yes, we did Caching Dead New York. We did talk about your we mm -hmm. did mention your your dead letterbox. So uh, shout out to you there, buddy. Uh, yeah, uh, great series. Caching Dead New York has some incredible caches up in his area, so definitely he is uh, one of the one of the best COs uh, cache owners out there. So, and I think that's what we need to make sure we mention before we close out later on tonight that all the ones we're bringing up are great, not only cash on caches but cash owners. And yes. you just can't thank people like a favorite point doesn't do it. You, you right. can't thank people enough when you find a cache like this. It, like any of these are good cash, you know, don't, that's not the plus one TFTC logs, No, you know, take a little right time and there. tell them about your experience. If they spent that much time, like I guarantee you, if somebody spends that much time building like infernal device, they want to know what people think about it. Yeah. They're going to read those logs. I don't even know them personally, but they're going to read those logs and, and see if people got good experiences out of it. So a favorite point is one thing, but really write some good logs, do some good pictures. It's not that often that you find, caches like this so that's the few times you want to take some 
some time and effort to really thank those people. Absolutely. Here's one, uh, uh, Joshua, that you were talking about. This one's called Till Death Do Us Part. These are all in the show notes, by the way. So uh, GC1YXVW. Look, how about that for a uh, GC code? It's 523 in favorite points. 523 favorite points. It's it's by Mo Pirate. Mo Pirate, another great cash owner creator uh, in Missouri. Um, and this one, though, he did. Um, he basically created his own cemetery. <laughs> oh so he's it's not disrespectful because nobody's buried there. Well, may, or there maybe they're not. But here's the headstone uh, for this yeah, one. So. It's like a real headstone. Oh my yeah, god! Oh you like that? Oh, I've got to go for eternity. It's George C. Ashing is the guy uh, searching George for eternity. C. Ashing, yeah. You like that? He was born May 3rd of 2000. <laughs> that is awesome. Did, he's not dead yet. Did he die? We don't know. I'm not dead yet. Not that dead is great. Yet. Isn't that oh, incredible? Oh, that's so good. So, um, is this on you, private property? Yeah, he owns this is property he owns. See, that's and, perfect. Isn't oh, that I great? That. And I so my list. People put flowers there. It's <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> in honor of Mr. George. Uh it's he has a dead, dead end cemetery. <laughs> so that begs to ask the question: would you this is a morbid question? Are you ready? Would you like to have a geocache at your headstone? Yes. Yes. Memphis, you said you don't even you, you're con you're going against your previous thoughts I'm about dead. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care if I'm dead. But you don't mind people trampling over the flowers of all. I don't even want you. a. I don't want a headstone. I want like a big funeral pyre. I just burn me up and like put my ashes in a cache and send it around and. Shoot it out of a gun. I don't care. I'll be dead. What do I care what happens after that? Look at everybody in the chats. Yes, yes, yes. Nobody, nobody is saying no. Everybody wants, holy cow, you realize that in the future, you know, next 30 years, we're going to have a lot of caches at, 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 at dead casher graves. Right. I, I'm, I'm thinking instead of at my gravestone, I'd rather have it at the statue they erect to me. Um, for whatever famous I'm going to do in the future, I don't know yet when I grow up, but... <laughs> now um that you know that could be pretty cool you know some way to mem remember you or whatever but yeah if you can separate it out from everything else it'd be great maybe they could just have a geocacher cemetery so it's only geocachers it's like a like a big multi-cache in the whole thing and there's nobody else in there Oh, Ryan Semmel's like, I want a bounce, bounce gadget cache. Wouldn't it be funny if you like did a gadget cache and all of a sudden, you know, it would be your voice. Hey guys, how right. you doing? <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for visiting my grave. I'm not here right now, but <laughs> I'm not here. Here's I a hint. You how you like open the, it. I wonder if you can get like the opposite of those glass bottom boats. You can get like a glass top coffin. So oh. they go over and look in at your bones and stuff. Oh my gosh. That's creepy. That'd be so nasty. <laughs> Craig's like, all the, all, all the caches are are uh, a tenth of a part, tenth of a mile. That's apart. right, five hundred twenty-eight <laughs> feet apart. <laughs> uh, all right. So this one, I've got a couple more. Um, 
And there's more in the show notes we're not going to be able to get to tonight. But this one uh, came up. And what's funny about it was I had seen the pictures of it because I'm working on the book. And I thought, oh, uh, I can't remember where this even is. And I put it in the patrons. The patrons helped me out. They're like, oh, yeah, Joshua was at this one. Oh, yes. Like, duh, I should know that. It's brand I've, new. I've watched every, yeah, I watched every, every, uh, I watch it every Sunday. So anyway, this one is, uh, I'll bring it up and you can tell us about it. Cause you've actually been to this one. If I recall, if, 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 uh, what was the, what was the note? I didn't see it. You're talking about the haunted hotel. No, we're going to do that one too. Oh, okay. We're starting with, the. I I think you did this one, Miston's haunt. Yeah, the yeah the haunted honeymoon hotel. There's a couple of them I want to talk about. This one's sort of a, I called it a uh, lawn themed. Is that mm-hmm. is that a good way to put that? Yeah, this is a front yard cache. Front yard cache. There you go. That's what um, I was thinking. This was hidden this summer. Already has 62 favorite points, and so it's brand new. But right. it's, this is a travel bug oh hotel, gosh. and this picture is great. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Muggle and Mr. Muggle. Yes. That and I love the great. The, 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 Mrs. Muggle says, I told him to mind his own business, and Mr. Muggle was, I should have minded my own business. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah. The thing about this cache, too, I mean, you're gonna you're seeing pictures in the light, but you got to visit this one, of course, at night. The oh, tree, yeah. the trees are lit up purple. There's black lights everywhere. So those, everything around there that's white glows. Look at oh that picture right there. Yeah, eight twenty nine twenty one. The this one in one? the middle. Yep, pick that yeah. one. There's a parking. That's a that's a picture of the parking for the cash. Oh wow. <laughs> it's uh, cashier parking only right there. <laughs> that's Look great. at that. That is awesome. And then the actual cash is a travel bug hotel you can click on that one uh any of these here yep right there Uh, it's not that great a quality picture maybe you can find a better one okay but it's a it's a trackable hotel but it's a haunted hotel yeah there's a little miniature uh miniature of a a full little hotel and then just draw yep there's a great picture (laughs) you see the hotel you open it up there's little rooms in there and then look at all those drawers i had never seen so Look many trackables all. in one trackable hotel ever. Almost every single one of those drawers had trackables in it. That everybody is wild. Was drop, everybody was dropping there. Nobody was picking up. Right. Everybody's <laughs> that's so. But yeah, uh, brand incredible. new cash. This is going to be a uh, this is going to be a very popular cash if they keep it going in the Minneapolis area. Oh, absolutely. Here's, again, the the odd thing is there will be people that come and find that cash and not favorite it. Yeah, that's crazy. How does that make any sense? That's crazy. So that's one of the little rooms inside the little travel bug hotel with the little gnome guy. Uh, yeah, and there's little rooms in there. And but the cool thing of you know the caches like this tend to get great favorite points or a, a lot of favorite points because yes, you know the cache owners there, the cashier will have a great interaction with the cache owner mm-hmm. and see oh wow these people are really nice and and like look and they'll tell the story of all the effort that they put into like making everything. And yes. so th- a cash like this is is an experience. It's not just a cash. You know? Right. Yeah. So th- when there's a personality and a person behind it, you know, they tend to be like, oh, I'm going to give us a favorite point. Those people were nice, you know. Well, and it's got its own parking space. 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. That's yeah, that alone would be a uh, favorite point for me. Mm-hmm. Besides the yeah. fact that it's front yard caches to me, unless they're just horrible. I mean, it would have to be horrible for me not to give somebody a favorite point for going to the effort of invading their own privacy and putting a cache in their front yard. Yeah. That just, to me, that's, that's a different level of commitment. And you know, what's really cool about those cash owners. They're an anomaly because they've mm. just started cashing. I think this year that's and they've, oh, wow. built, they've built something that cool. That's how, cool. how unique is that? You know, that they yeah. just started, you know, there's a lot of zeal. They're really excited about it. And they made something that cool. That's so incredible. Uh, I have an update, by the way. An update. Oh my gosh, sixty-five oh eight. Thank you, everybody. And climbing. And climbing. And how, climbing. How awesome. Let's get to seven. What do you say? Let's get to seven before the end of the show. We've got another fifteen minutes. Let's get. It's to just seven. crazy. That's crazy, considering that Help my out, the campaign people. is supposed to be sixty days long, and this is day one. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Okay. 67 backers so far. That, so let's, that tour that tour is 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 becoming more and more of a possibility here. Lots of lots of tears. So not the the tears you shed, but the tears T I E R. Yes. Lots of tears. There's 1 2 3 and 4, so lots of options out there, you know. Uh, you know, so lots of varying financial opportunities there that you can participate. Yeah, and these trackables that I'm going to make are only for the people that back this. I'm not going right. to give these to anybody else. So if you want to, if you want to, I think it's going to be like the cover of the comic on a trackable. So oh wow, um, nice. So Incredible. that's going to be that's going to be kind of a unique perk slash collectible that uh, only people that support this is, are going to get. So right. Um. Okay. So I got another one to discuss. This one came up. Uh, she uh Trish uh mentioned this one, uh TWH Rider. Um she mentioned this to me this week. And um so we're gonna talk about it. Let me pull this one up. Um, and uh if we can get Derek to post the link again for the uh comic book project, people are asking again for it. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. See my shell, it. see my shell, you might be able to put it in the chat too, so people can click right on it. Yeah. I can put it in their chat room. I just don't know if it'll. Oop, I don't know if click yeah, on it. Look at people are doing it now. Copy and paste, people. Yeah, there you go. That'll Thank you. It. You might be able to. If not, uh, like I said, you can get to the you can get to the link. Uh, you can put in geocaching comic book in Google, and where was it on Google? It's like the fourth one down. Yeah, it was pretty easy to find. Just googled it and yes. Oh yeah, it, it's pretty much the it's the second it's the second entry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it says help create the geocaching vlogger comic book. Indie Indiegogo. Yep, yeah, Indiegogo it. is the the link for that. Uh, so very cool. So we're getting some more help for that, and uh, we're getting there. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna be there before the end of the end of the show tonight. But uh, <laughs> thanks <all> everybody. Right. <laughs> so cool. So this one is also similar in except that it is a um it's a combo. So tell me what you guys think of this. Um okay. 
it's and th- these tend to do really well, I think, too. And and again, tell me if you guys think this is a clever idea. Um, it is a it's called a haunted hotel. It's a tra- it's a traditional. It's fairly new. Okay, so it's now just starting to get favorite points. But the idea behind it is it's a hotel that also doubles as a travel bug hotel, but also doubles as sort of a um, kind of a haunted. Uh, well, here's people going through the line. So uh, you're not you're not broadcasting that. Am I showing that one? Okay, hang on. No. There's the people there in line go. <laughs> going through it. How about that for... That's uh, for the cash? That's for <laughs> the haunted hotel. The cash is in the haunted hotel. Okay, okay. So Where is, where is this? This is in... Um, let me go back. It's got to be Europe. <laughs> no, it's, it's, in the, no, it's in the state. It's in New York. Oh, okay. It is near, let's see, see if I can roll out here and I can tell you where it's for all our How does this thing only have 12 favorite points? It's just brand new. It came out, uh, no, a couple years ago. I don't know why it didn't have more favorite points. That's kind of weird. It looks like it might be. It might be a remote area. If you look at, I I saw the map. It looks like it's kind of out in the middle of the It might be a little bit out. Yeah. yeah, it's only been found 33 times. 33 so. times. So it's kind of near Erie, Pennsylvania. So it's sort of up in the corner. Yeah. It looks that rural. state, and it's in the lower part of New York. But um, I think it's a fascinating idea. So they call it, here's the description, a haunted bug hotel just for your trackables to rest their weary selves. Uh be on the lookout for hellhounds, spooky cats, and maybe a Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. Be respectful. Log your trackables. Keep what... Uh, so, but I think it's just fascinating that you've got these people who are going there. It's got a zip line. What? <laughs> what? There, there's the zip line <laughs> for it. Uh, and so it's kind of... It, it's... It's obviously there's other parts to this thing, but um, there's people waiting in line to get into the haunted hotel. But it's kind of cool how they they took this idea and it's not just it's not just it. It's not just the track. You know, they've added they're adding on to something that was already there, I think, from what I can tell. So. Right. It looks like it's some sort of like business or some sort of like place where people maybe celebrate Halloween and they added a cache there. Added a cache there. But still. Here's an interesting thing about that, too. That owner has found less than a thousand caches. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, her first cache to hide. Wow. So they're they're knocking out of the ballpark from the very beginning. Right. They didn't they didn't limp in. Yeah. Such great thinking. Um. What are some, so as we're starting to wrap up, what are, are there any others that you can think of that come to mind? Um, I have enjoyed, I've enjoyed the 
the spooky hide out in the middle of the woods. Those are always kind of, I mean, they're simple, but yet I think they're kind of cool. Found one recently. I didn't download the photo, but I can bring it up. Have y'all found, have y'all found caches like that, that are, you get out there and you're like, Whoa, I didn't know that was going to be here. Oh yeah. The, uh, I've told the story before, but my favorite, uh, spooky cache that I ever found was actually hidden by a friend of mine that he since moved off and the cache is gone now, but it was aware ago, of course, because it was good. And, uh, it included those sounds. And, uh, one of the features that was you go through a park and, uh, you have to do it after dark because he set it up in the where I go where it only activates at night. Right. So you right. can set up a timer and, and where it goes where they only work from like 9 a.m. to 5 or 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. But you uh, at one point you walk past a uh, playground and you can hear like spooky children and swings going like the, oh, you know, wow. the squeaky metal from the chains. But obviously there's nobody there, but you hear it and it's freaky sounding. Um, and you can hear little kids you. laughing. Yeah. One, um, two, Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> and I thought that is one of the best uses I've ever seen of technology in a geocache, yeah. but it's like low key, right? There's nothing out there, so it can't be messed up. Right. Um, it's all done off your phone, but it's, it really was built to the elements of that area. And very I just cool. thought very simple and understated, but that's my favorite type that I've found out there. Spooky night caches ever. Right. <laughs> Caching dead. Every cache is a night cache. Well, no, that are designed for golly. Not the ones in the library. Night caches. The ones in the library, they get very mad if you break in to do them at night. Yeah. So they're not all, but I, I know what he's trying to I kind of see what he's trying to say. But I know here's where. the here's the cache we found. I mean, it's it's kind of the, the zombie type themed, but you know, they went to a lot of effort. Oh wow! Um, that is nasty. It is, isn't it? So, anyway, so but I to, love that though. That's great. To find it is sort of a it's sort of a multi cache without being a multi cache, but to find it, um, there was a, there was the guy the guy's arm is a little ways back, and he's pointing. <laughs> Like <laughs> the cash oh, is over that's there. Great. Towards the cash. Yeah. Like a so, redirector. Yeah, it's like a redirector. So he's so it was like pointing, like, oh, I think the cash is where he's pointing us to. So clever. I love it. Clever. That's just uh, I love the cleverness of geocachers. People yes. really come up with some neat, neat things out there for everybody else to experience. Absolutely. Uh all right. So I guess some final thoughts on tonight. Well, there's one one type of yeah. scary hide that you one type that you didn't really mention yet. Okay, and that is actual scary places. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I didn't I, think about that. I visited when I was in Long Island. I visited a abandoned me- mental hospital. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! That had a cache there, and it was. It was probably the creepiest place I've ever been. You could mm. look, you could look in the windows, and there was, you know, like things oh, hanging wow. from the ceilings, and right. it was, like, it was, it was, lit- it was very scary. So, um, I don't know where, I don't know even where, no, I don't know where I even stand with like real paranormal things. Yeah, but there, you know, these lost places where people, um, you know, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this building was here. 
Right. They're mm-hmm. like they're cool, but at the same time, a little creepy. Like right. literally scary. Yeah. Um. So I just yeah I thought I'd mention that too because there's there's some real scary stuff out there. Yeah. No. That's no. That's that's very good. That's a good to take a place that is literally oh happy hodag visited the cache where how do you pronounce that ed gain gain ed he gain. is uh, the one of the worst serial killers in history oh wow yikes well, it's not appropriate for this show we can't really talk about who he is <laughs> but look go look it up guys go look um, it up okay it uh There's if you know the story there. that is that is creepy yeah yeah so yeah, we have a it's a family friendly activity, right? But right. Um, sometimes these lost places are cool. Like I was glad that I went there, and I'm glad that it was daylight. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, it is a family friendly activity, but there are levels to caching that are yeah. not for kids. We know that for sure. There, there's yeah. some that are just for adults. Yep. Not every cache is for everyone. We know. We know that. Right. Tom says there's a virtual at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know where that I'm I know where it is. I don't think I've been there yet, but yeah. I'm gonna guess there. Texas. It is, but I'm at <laughs> yeah. But anyways, kind of creepy. Final thoughts. I'll do my final, final thoughts. thoughts. We're at it. we're at 90 minutes. I yep. think I think Halloween is maybe one of the most fun holidays for geocaching because it's just whimsical. And there's just so much you can do with it. I mean, right. just I mean, we could still we could go on for another show and talk about like all the different ideas to yes. do fun, spooky night caches. I mean, it's just it's just a lot of fun, and I think uh, I think they really go hand in hand. There's no surprise that there's a lot of Halloween caches out there. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll say something, then Jesse, I'll let you wrap up. I'm I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of, of Halloween, so I'm not really the, the best person for, but having said that, I do really enjoy the creativity and I get into some of that a little bit. I mean, I, I again, um, I would fall into the scary genre of Halloween. I'm not, I don't like the gory stuff. I like the scary stuff though is, is I, I have enjoyed and there are some there are some great creative caches that are out there that I think that um, again make for uh, a more richness to the sport because we've got we do have so many different themes and uh, I think Halloween is has been has been done well by many people and so hopefully, People will take a look at the show notes. I've got a blog in there that the geocaching HQ did um, that they list some more caches. So thank you, cache owners, for putting out cool caches. So go ahead, Jesse. Yeah. Um, first of all, Halloween is the best holiday. It's not even like one <laughs> of it is the best holiday. Uh, only closely followed by Thanksgiving because there's lots and lots of food. Uh, holidays <laughs> should agree. always center around food, first of all. Um, but uh, it's generally the holiday where most people can have fun and come together and just get a little lighthearted and dress up and be silly. And, you know, I don't think as adults, you should ever miss out on a chance to dress up and be silly. So, uh, you know, geocachers are no stranger to that. We're, we're playing a silly game as adults and we, we do it seriously, but it's a game for us. So I think Halloween is like the perfect complement to 
to geocache. And it's and it's super easy to make themed caches that fit into the Halloween slash geocaching um you know ethos and yeah. and have a lot of fun with it and um and, and just the the quality of the cache we were talking about tonight again I want to make sure that when you come across something like this really go out of your way to thank people because there's not that many people out there that that spend this kind of time to add to our hobby slash sport slash obsession. Right. And uh, I, I just, I am very thankful for things like that. And I want to get to everyone on this list that we have the list in the show notes, go check it out because it's way longer than we were able to get to yeah. tonight, obviously. Really covered. And, part. You know, that's a, that's a, if you just went and found these, you could just quit geocaching and go, I did it. I won. <laughs> <laughs> I won geocaching. I don't, what else? What sport is next? What's next? But um, super fun. Best holiday ever. And it, it goes perfect with, the most fun, fun hobby you can have. So geocaching. Yeah, I agree. And one last, last final thought. Oh, of still last climbing. Final thoughts. 65, 63, helping create the geocaching vlogger comic book. There you go. Keep giving. Thank Keep you, giving. everyone. Let's get him to that goal. And that is so awesome. So really awesome. I never yeah. thought day one I, we'd be there. So thank you so much, everybody. Um, really appreciate it. And thanks guys for having me on the show. Absolutely. Uh, on, yeah, thanks for stopping show. by. We love having you twice, twice in one week. More than twice I beat Jesse week. this week. That's right. <laughs> you more did beat me everybody. this week. And we'll see you at Podcast of Hope too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Soon. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Good night. We'll see you soon. Good night. Stay spooky. Finds be many and your DNFs be few. May the terrain and difficulty both be less than two. And whatever it is you're looking for, may it find its way to you. And may we all. Again. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching.